G'day, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another an amazing episode of Guitar Wank. I am your host, Troy McCubbin, coming to you from sunny, hot California. Man, it's another hot one today. Uh, welcome for another episode. This is episode 188, and we're going to continue on with uh, the fabulous Mr. Justin Randy, who is the owner an organizer, the runner, the man who takes care of everything at the Baked Potato, the famous club in Los Angeles that... Uh, If you come to LA and you want to see some of the best musicians around, you got to go to the Baked Potato. Super famous, and uh, Justin's got great stories, so I thought we'd continue on with that this week. Uh, What else we also got to say? We've got to talk about Bruce's gig coming up in New York. If you are in New York or Brooklyn or the surrounding areas, Bruce Foreman is coming out off-Broadway, baby, Friday, November 8th at 9.30pm at the Green Room 42. I believe that's... um, It's inside the Yotel at 5570 10th Avenue. I've just given you all the information. Tickets. Get your tickets. Uh, November 8th in New York. Bruce Foreman, the red guitar, doing it at the Green Room. That doesn't make a lot of sense, Bruce. Playing the red guitar at the green room. I guess that's a big go. Go to this show. (laughs) Friday, November 8th, 9.30pm. If you're in New York, you're a jazz lover, guitar player, you just want to be entertained, go see Mr. Foreman, Brucey Foreman. You'll love it. You're going to have a great time. Uh, What else we got going on? Uh, Also, we have some announcement. We are going to give a shout out to LA Vintage Gear. Um, If you don't know this store, it is... uh, I was there the other day and I caught up with Joe over there um, and Cliff. And basically, this is the store that um, we should all know about because uh, everyone goes there. Uh, It is a a great store. Landau is there and Tim Pierce and it's kind of the who's who goes to this store. So definitely worth checking out if you are in Los Angeles and you are looking for some gear, go here. You don't know who you're going to run into. But LA Vintage Gear, they're in Burbank. Go say hello to Joe and Cliff and the guys. Um, and they're going to be, we're going to be giving away some of their merch. They've been so kindly uh, to give us. We've got hats and t-shirts. So um, we will do that for you guys. More prizes to give away. And if you don't know about our prizes, we're giving away prizes uh, to be in it, to win it. Sign up on Patreon slash dot com or go to our website, guitarwank.com. Click on the Patreon link and that'll take you there and explain it all. And then you can sign up and then you're going to be in the drawing for prizes. Our goal is to make sure everyone on Patreon eventually wins a prize. That's my goal anyway. So um, we're going to do that. We're going to keep sending stuff out. So a bunch of mail just went, went out. If you were waiting for something, uh, T-shirts or caps, it's on its way. Mugs, you're going to have to wait a little longer. <laughs> we still haven't got mugs, but uh, that'll happen. But anyway, LA Vintage Gear, go say g'day. It's an amazing store. If you want to see some high-end, beautiful gear that makes uh, your mouth water, <laughs> and really makes you want to spend a lot of money that you probably don't have, go there. 
They've got, um, what else have they got? They've got basically uh, Jimmy Page's Dragon amplifier, I think, that he only, they only made, oh, I don't know how many. They made like 10 or something. Anyway, it's, it's there and it's like 38 grand or something. Anyway, uh, I did not play it. Did not bother. Why play it if I can't afford it? But um, I did play some amazing guitars, played some awesome amplifiers, some very cool pedals there. They've got everything. Played some gear that Mr. Landau really enjoyed. And um, yeah, it's definitely worth going there. Go check it out. It's um, it's a great place. LA Vintage Gear in Burbank, California. Place to go. Just go there and hang. Uh, What else we got going on? We've done Bruce's um, show. We've done that. Oh, Free The Tone. Those guys. Go to freethetone.com. Uh, I talked about this last week, but I'm really digging my uh, programmable uh, EQ pedal. Awesome. Really, really awesome. Um, Just fantastic. I can't say enough about it. Go check out their gear, freethetone.com. And um, they're making some really cool pedals and doing some great stuff. Also, shout out to our brothers at uh, Wireworld Pro Audio Cables. Uh, for supporting alloy, um, <laughs> supporting <laughs> guitar wank, and my head's in another place. Supporting guitar wank, thank you guys, uh, Dave and Larry, uh, and our winners of the competition will be receiving those cables shortly. So we're doing that. Um, I think that's it. That's all we've got to talk about. Bruce is on the road. Bruce is in New Zealand. He's probably snuggled up with some sh- sheep right now. <laughs> He's pulling the wool over her eyes. Some you uh, look after that man down there, or the Kiwis listening. Bruce Foreman is down there um, traveling around the countryside with a classical guitarist playing some classical. He's actually got a read, Mr. Foreman's reading and performing down there in New Zealand. So, and then he'll be back. He's back here, and then he's off to New York for the New York show. So that's fun. And Scott, I don't know where you are. I think you're in Asia still. So um, anyway, that'll be fun. But let's get into it. Let's do uh, the baked potato with Justin Randy. That was a fun hang. I was thinking maybe we should do a 200 show at the baked potato and have a bunch of performers, uh, guest performers, perform. And me, Scott, and Bruce could perform. Maybe I should talk to Justin about that. And we could do giveaways. And that might be a fun night at the baked potato. Make it a big night. And we record it. And then... Uh, put it out there to you guys might be an episode from the baked potato that could be fun uh so yeah all right well there you go that's it hope you guys are all well um thank you for getting again the best guitar uh, podcast out there at the moment we've won it again we appreciate the award three years running best guitar podcast unbelievable i just i'm super super proud of it and uh thank you for all the people that voted for that And if you didn't, well, there's always next year. Okay, guys, sit back, relax, and we will see you all next week. Be safe and have a great car wank. All right, see you guys next week.
You sounded like that. Wouldn't you want to just keep playing? You can play anything. These guys are so good. They can yeah. play anything. They know all the sweet notes and they play them. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. You know what? I just, I really want to go to the baked potato right now, man. It just feels like I need to well, go to you the know, baked I mean, potato. I got two well, things. We're there I got, I, well, I got, a, I got a statement and a question. Okay. <laughs> the statement is you can really see why. That place is so successful. No. It's run I mean, by musicians. I mean, no, but not, yeah, not, not just because Los Angeles and all the amazing musicians yeah, that live here. That were in the But that's of course helps. Yeah. yeah. But really it's your enthusiasm and no. your No, really. I mean every every band, every business, every country, every everything, every church makes it because of the person yeah. who's running it yeah. believes in it. Yeah, and, yeah. and that makes everybody else who becomes involved with it yeah. want to be a part of it. Right. And, you know, and I can't give you... That's like the biggest compliment I, I can I, give it's anybody. It's the nicest thing. And then, then my question now is, is that like the worst suck-up to get a gig <laughs> you've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> You've, you, you've already, you're already in the, in the lineup thing. Okay. You're already there. Okay. You don't have to worry I just about don't stuff like that. I'm just worried about it's very God. sweet. But I'm the blowing smoke up his ass. No. Because you know the difference between yeah. a shithead and a brown nose? No, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's depth yeah. perception. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah. that, that is, I was curious. As I, I was wondering what you were going to be like if you might be this grudging you know, bar owner. I, I, I tried to be. I walked in here trying to be the <laughs> mean <laughs> nightclub owner. Fucking fuck everybody. I've never been able to do it. And yeah. I can uh, see why you guys, I, are, you know, been going for all these years yeah. because you Look, guys I'm, just I, love it. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Yeah. And I feel it like not like a joke. Every fucking day, I wake up and I'm like, 
holy shit, I, this is my fucking life, man. And it's, it, it's not easy, yeah. but it's still, I still can't believe it's what I get to do for a job. That's fantastic. I mean, it's, you know, it's fucking great. Now, you, must, you must see so many clubs uh, come and go yeah. just because they're doing it all wrong. And I got know. No what are you going to do? What are you gonna supposed to do? Walk in and go... What are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, what, what, what are you, you should, doing? You know what? Maybe we should start a TV show. Yeah. Like, remember that like woman who went into like hairdressers and told them how they were fucking up right, their right, shit, right? Right, and like, like fixed Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, we, we could do that well, with it, jazz well, it's clubs like, because there are nothing but a million know. jazz clubs yeah. that are failing. I know. That's we, they all. We have are. a hit show yeah, on our hands. <laughs> but I mean, even at bigger scales, though. I mean, like I've been playing a lot lately with my band at the Canyon Clubs, okay? Oh, okay. And, yep. and these are great big places. <laughs> I love playing on stages that big. Yeah, It's great. fun as hell. Yeah. Because you sound so big, you sound amazing. But but boy, it's it's taxing on my soul <laughs> to play at these places at the same time because it's like, what is happening here? Who's in charge? Where's the guy on... Where... You know, where is everybody that you're, you were talking to about your show? Yeah. And now you're doing your show. Well, where are all those people? I have no idea. They're never there. And who's actually in charge? Which is, that's strange because at the Baked Potato, no one ever thinks that. Yeah. They know exactly who's in charge. They know who's on sound. They know who's on the bar. It, it is what it is, yeah. you know? And I always just think, it's so funny because I'll play at the Canyon Club anytime because I like hearing my band and I like having that room and I like getting to open for national acts and we, we're a, a band that can morph into different settings for different age ranges because yep. I'm older. I'm not an idiot. I know how to make a show for an older crowd or a younger crowd or whatever. I got all the, ta- all the songs. So it's easy for me and we're not, and we're original. So yep. we're not a cover band. Yep. How, hallelujah. You know, <laughs> and I know that's why they like us and I know that's why the audiences like us. Yep. But I still don't know who's in charge. Yeah. And that's weird. There's, there seems to be so many clubs around. Well, we can and talk. they're opening more and more. And so they're doing something right, money-wise. Right. But I don't know what they're doing musician-wise. Then it seems to be so lacking. Well, I yeah. think it's, it's, it's a strange business model they have. They do. But because they're doing that middle-levels thing that I get. I get. Yeah. Okay, so it's bands coming down, bands going up. Right. I get it. Or, or these massive cover bands that it totally commit commit to the sound of the band they're covering yeah, yeah i've never heard anything like it i mean these guys really do it yeah they live it right? they live it they look like it they live it they learn it and that's cool yeah but and it's and they can make a living playing music which is nothing i'm not going to bag on any of those guys they are actually paying the rent yeah. playing an instrument oh no and they're fucking i mean they're completely invested in totally. it and it's not and, and there's audiences from a lot for of the it. kids that are yeah. that i experience at, at the university yeah. playing i mean a kid will come in and he plays just like whoever the hot guy is right. that week and it's like right. wow wow <laughs> you know it's like are you wearing his underwear too yeah, right. <laughs> I know I know yeah I was never good enough of a guitar player to figure out how to play like somebody else <laughs> I always got annoyed it's, with it's that it's probably a good thing yeah I know really. but I just always think I wish I could just add a little bit more like now what, yeah. what's, what's I saw an article the other day and I'm not uh, 100% clued into it but what's this new possible law thing coming into california is that going to affect musicians oh god you know oh, well, the, uh, the, the, the independent contractor, contractor law well that it, would affect you it would affect me completely and not, and not just not me as so much as you yeah that's who it, yeah. So it's not going to affect me I, it, yeah. what like it's not a computer program i can press a button on there is yeah but you're gonna it, you're it you know everything is is on the books is a thing so right. you know it's up to the musician to 
you know, he knows there he's a contractor. It will affect us, but I don't think it's. I don't think that can really possibly pass because once they start realizing how many settings it's going to affect, right? And, and the logistics like, of it. I it, mean, you'll never get it straight. In USC, like yeah. the news came to right. talk to me, right? Literally, the literally. News, the news so what came. Is I wanted to talk. I was like, the, the, what are you guys news, talking the about? News, the news you know, came and talked to me. Yeah. And how badly do you want to fuck up the economy and, by this and, law and, yeah, right and now? And they, you know? they, and they said, do you, you're, in, you're a professional musician. They, they sent yeah. me there because I'm like an artist, res, artist right. in residence school. I'm not really right. on staff. I'm an adjunct. Uh-huh. And, and I just give private lessons. So For I was, I was tell, like an independent contractor. Tell the people what it's all about. Okay, this is a state law called AB5, I think right. it is. And it's, it's about reclassifying independent contractors as employees, being really right. defining, like, if... If the employer tells you what, how you're going to do your job and when you're going to do your job, you are effectively an employee. And what this is really trying to address is the, is the Uber drivers mostly. Right. And the Lyft drivers, the gig economy. The gig economy. These people who are working without benefits right. and without uh, payroll taxes being mm-hmm. taken out from right. the employer. They're so, having to pay it all at the end right, of the year. Right, so, right. So, I mean, all of us think like as musicians, hey, we're doing great. No one's taking any taxes out of our shit. And then we get to the end of the year and we owe a shitload of money. money. Yeah. Because what what because musicians don't know that because they've never been an employer is right. that the employer actually contributes to contributes your payroll taxes also. too. Right. Because I actually ran a nonprofit once. Mm-hmm. I started one There's and my, a, an my, fir- my first week of doing payroll was right. a shock. Oh right. It was like, wait a minute, I paid out X thousand dollars to my employees mm-hmm. But you charged me a lot more. And they said, yeah, because of payroll taxes. I said, what? Right. Don't you take it out of their money? Oh, yeah, we took it out of theirs. theirs but, we take also. It. but you have to contribute, too. Really? Yeah. I have to contribute, too? Yeah. So you mean, like, all these people that are getting paychecks, it's not just coming out of their money. The employer is actually putting money in, too, yeah. and they're getting benefits? I said, boy, that sounds kind of good, you know, except for now yeah. that I'm the employer, I can right. see why I would hate yeah. doing that. Yeah. But anyways... I learned about this, and so now I can see how, like, there's these Uber drivers who are having to pay all the payroll taxes right. for themselves, and they're not getting any help from their employer, and there's no benefits. And it's all trackable. Every and, and, cent is trackable. All, but it's, it's all digital, so it's tr- every it, cent is tracked. I know, but it's, it's also yeah. over the map now, because, right. like me, if you took, other than my job at USC, you could, every time I play for somebody, yeah, sure. I'm being employed... And then fired. Mm-hmm. So now I get unemployment. Every single show. Yeah. Every single show. Yeah. I mean, I, I could literally be at the unemployment office every, every day and yeah. then work that night and be and back, back in the, the morning. Next day. I totally. And, 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 uh. and so this is all going to get weird. Yeah. But I mean, this person wanted to interview me and I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And I just said, look, I have no comment because I didn't want to piss off anybody. Right, sure. You, and, but, you and, I don't, and I really right. think that this is just all going to be something that's going to be litigated and argued yeah. and then go away. Well, just think of Southern California alone. And this is where all the money is in California, except for that section up there that makes computers and does yep. all that. And then there's this tiny town called Sacramento. And it's yeah. little. I've been there. It's not big. It's <laughs> small. And then there's, you know, San Jose, which has all that computer stuff. And then we are the rest of the economy. The rest of it is all entertainment business. That's what we do here. We don't have any other business here except entertainment business. We make all the music for the world and all the movies for the world and production for the world right here. A lot of people are contracted. Everybody's contracted. 
Yeah. So Which you are with, I, with your trailer business. No, but just yeah. think about every single job. But nobody's lying about being contracted. We all no. are. We all, we all have. If, this, if you want to buy a house, you better show that you made some money and pay on that money. And, and, they, and they, they're going to they're gonna make us go through more hoops. Well, well the thing is, it's, it's like a colonoscopy. They're going to have to invent you know, the paperwork steroids. for us because we're not going to invent it. Because why should I be inventing paperwork or a program that you're the one who wants it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I feel like they they've opening a can of worms that is way too big. I mean, they're sticking like this big of that that can of worms. But, but it's it, like, are you joking? Every lighting guy, every grip that makes, are yeah? Do they don't all work for Warner Brothers? Right. No. But no. what I, I told this 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 newscaster, I said, you okay? Turn your camera off. Turn your thing off. Yeah. Okay. You can I talk to you about something? Yeah. Said, said, you want to know what this is really all about? The problem is. Healthcare in this country. Yeah, that's what it's about. That's yeah. really the problem. Yeah. You see, if we all had healthcare, if you had it, and mm-hmm. I had it, mm-hmm. and everybody else Has we saw it. walking in, we wouldn't give a shit if we were independent contractors or, or employees. Not. It wouldn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. You see, we're make, California is making this law to protect all these hundreds of thousands of Uber yeah. drivers right. because healthcare is not available. To them. To everybody. To everyone, yeah. In, a, in an affordable way, in a right, sensible right. way. And I said, so, you know, here we are putting a Band-Aid on a hemorrhage <laughs> yeah. when we really need to, like, put some stitches on it. Right. And no one wants to talk about it. And I said, when your news people want to really talk about what this is all about, mm-hmm. you come back to me. Right. And I will do it, and then you'll have to vote for me for president. <laughs> well, figure out what it certainly is. Is they're trying? They're going after because they're. That's they're, exa- no, they're, they're, they're going, going after, going after the, money. It's all they really They're going after the Uber driver. They're right. trying to protect the Uber drivers who are, you know, they're working their asses off, and they don't make very much money. And, it's and, very and, clear. And they have no yeah. power. No power. They can't organize, and most of all, they have no benefits. No. And and you know as well as I do that healthcare can be like up to like thirty percent of your yeah. income for yeah. some of these people. Yeah. If you've got a family. Yep. And that's like, think about it. And in California with rents being 50% of your income. <laughs> your income yeah. Like, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. 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 You need a, a brake job on your car. You can no longer drive Uber. Yeah, right. You're out of the game. Yeah. I mean, and, and so th- I really believe that while I, I believe this bill is very well intentioned, it's like trying to fix something that yeah, is that, not and, fixing. And the thing is, is, why don't they just focus on the one problem at hand, which is the Uber drivers. Right. Otherwise, you're stepping into places that it, it's going to come back at you and everyone's going to lose their job. Not meaning us. They're all going to lose and, their and, job because everybody's going to be like, you're out. Right. Sorry, and, you and just what cost they were me how much? To, you're what they out. were trying to fix, yeah. they didn't even get to. They didn't to. fix? Oh, it'll never get to them unless they focus just on this right. problem. Right. But and they, it's they basically you've got to go to Uber and talk to Uber and say, we got to straighten this out. Man. Right. Well, they yeah. say it's the gig economy. Yeah. Well, you know, got news for the world. Yeah, it's not going to last G- either. Gig yeah. <laughs> is ours. Yeah, right. Musicians Shins is gig. Gig, right. Uber drivers are fucking chauffeurs. They're not yeah. gig economy. Right. We yeah. do gigs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm old enough to know what the word gig, gig means. means. Right. And it's either what you do to a frog or what a musician does on Friday night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is going to get to go through. Just well, we'll, we'll find we'll out. See. That's yeah. interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. I say that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We just totally left the jazz. Yeah, well, we left that. And, and, yeah. we, and, you know, we had a rule we never talk about politics. But, right. Oh, really? Sorry. But, 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 no, no, no. No, no, yeah. well, no we did, that was that just. That was a, kind of politics. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't, you know, it was I mean, just. I, a, didn't, I didn't like 
do a partisan thing or anything. No. Yeah. No, but there we, we, we have Scott to do that. Yeah, Scott does that. He's here. We'll, totally. We'll call, we'll, we'll call him in Bolivia. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's snorting a pile of coke right now. Oh, my God. Jeez. Just because of the altitude. Yes, yes, of course. Always. Just keep you know, like I always going. said, I don't really like cocaine. But I do like the way it smells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I imagine back in the 80s, yeah. being playing the baked potato and doing those gigs must have been there just was some, great debauchery. And just there was, you know, fun. my small amount of being involved there, and I was not there a lot because I was living up in San Francisco yeah. at the time. So I was just coming down to LA and working and either hanging there or playing a gig there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was all over the place. I mean, like but before, it was every gig, everywhere. Well, before everywhere. the internet, you know, before yeah. phones. Be- <laughs> now, you can't do shit. Hell, there used to be a payphone in the little hallway of the right. baked potato on the wall right there. Right. It was real. A payphone right. in the club. In imagine that trying to talk on that thing. Oh, my God. But imagine what went on <laughs> oh, on you that know, phone. You're, you're, so you're screaming, I know, I'm, I'm going to be home. And then, like, the band stops. You yeah. go, ah! Right. <laughs> yeah. You look around, yeah. everybody looks over at oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. yeah, I'll take two pepperonis, two pepperonis, two pepperonis, and a veggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you call your drug dealer from the baked potato with all that loud music, man? That was way. All you do is just hold the phone up and they know where you are. You are. are. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. How much have you guys had to deal with? Like neighbors complaining about noise. Well, we've been there longer than the neighbors. So, so like everything that's been built around us, it was built after we were there. So we're grandfathered in this very unusual way, but we're really respectful of them anyway because you know, I mean, it's a there's very expensive condos right behind the club, and they're uh, oddly enough wanted to buy them, but the club was there, you know. 30 years before that was built so yeah. you know it's like so you guys are good like you guys are you oh, guys yeah. are more protected than more protected than anybody because we've been there so much longer I mean behind the club was a mountain literally a hill now wow. there's houses all houses through it but when I grew up when I when I was a kid that was a hill like a <laughs> dirt hill right across the alley and now yeah, there's yeah. apartments all down it and there's condos and yeah. you know so but it's still with that in mind I still built on that extension in the back just to to shield them a little bit more. Yeah, and yeah. it was more comfortable for all of us. So it like gained both ways. I put yeah. a, a, like a, an extension wall at the end of the, the back area and now there's a whole area to sit and hang right, out. Right, when people yeah. are hanging. It's yeah, not, and it made it really kind of aesthetically right. pleasing, yeah. 70s-ish vibe. And I really think it turned out great. And I only did that because I saw one of those condos going for several, like 800 grand. And I was like, oh, that poor guy's going to pay 800. Wow. He's, he's going to be looking at the back of the club. And he is. Yeah. But now it looks nice. So, yeah, it looks you know, nice. Yeah. You know, and but, Lamborghinis and shit yeah. back in the back. Yeah, exactly. So what's going to say? What are you going to say? Hey, you know, it'll be worth a million in yeah. a week. Yeah. God. <laughs> who, now, who haven't you had in the club that you're just like, man, when's he going to turn up? There's a few. Well, but, or turn up lately. There's, there's a few that I'd like to have come back. Yeah. Pat Martino I'd like to have back in there. You know, because I've seen him in other places and I just think... He's as cool and classy as they, they come. And, yeah. he, and he comes through, but he doesn't really play. Los, a lot of guys stop playing Los Angeles because well, they, yeah, don't, they, they opt out because of the venues aren't I know there. Pat and kind of just canceled his last tour, and really? I don't know why. Because huh, I saw him up, in, up at the um, Quambra Room in Cuba. Santa Cruz, Cuba. Because yeah. yeah. my daughter went to school there for the last five years. And uh, 
I used to, so every time I go to see her, I always go to see who's playing there, yeah. and it's always guys I know, yeah. and I know the bands, and you know, yeah. so it's great to go somewhere else and then hang out. And, and that's a my good setting. room to play. It's a great room, and yeah. it's so sweet, and those people who work there yeah, are just actually, adorable. My residence is in Carmel. Oh, that's so, oh, so, so you know, yeah. yeah, and all those ladies who work yeah. there, they're the nicest people. They've been there for forty years. I know, years, I know. Yeah. It's but, like your place. Yeah, but I saw Pat, and we, he, they, they, he was like. I like playing places like your place better. And it's like, okay, well, your well, manager you know, would I need mean, to put I, you there. And, you know. I'd be happy to call him, but yeah. I do know I just talked to Jimmy Bruno. And, right, oh. And uh, he said Pat just cancels Lester. Okay. I don't know if it's a health thing yeah. or... What a talented guy. I mean, that yeah, guy. Oh, yeah. I, just, no, but I just sat in that room going, he wore a suit to the show, yeah, and I just yeah. fucking love that shit, man. Yeah. He's so classy. Just class act all the way. Right. I like him. And I'd like Lee to come back and play under his name rather than coming to play with his son yeah. you know i mean lee comes to the club a lot because right now? yeah because yep. his son wesley plays there and yeah. you know and, and when he plays there he it's usually with his son is but his son play guitar too no he plays drums for him oh, okay. his yeah. son's a oh, great okay. drummer yeah. wesley's awesome he's total young awesome young guy yeah he's gonna have a great career he plays great and he knows who to play with and he knows how to surround himself with awesome people and um the last few times that lee has played there is pretty much with him yep and that's great. It's awesome. It's always funny when you come in and you're like, who's playing tonight? So it's Wesley with his band. And then whose guitar rig is that? Because it's huge. It's, it's Lee's, obviously. <laughs> so even if he plays a couple of songs, the big rig's there. It sounds just like Lee. When Lee plays his rig, it is like fucking Lee Rittenauer right yeah. there, man. It's really cool. Because he, he has a distinct sound. And boy, it's real. You really see it, especially at the club. You've heard it on albums. There it is in person. Holy cow. It's yeah. right on the money. Yeah, he's he's a cool guy. Did too. he he lose he lost his home? Yeah, he lost his home in the fire. Oh, yeah, Jesus. that was terrible. That and was and just he had terrible. a health thing right after. Right, right at too. yeah, right, right at that time. Yeah, Shit, he's yeah. doing he's doing all right now. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. he's totally fine. Yeah. yeah, he's getting an award from the the Los Angeles Jazz Society oh, coming up. Great. There's some big thing coming that they have every year. Yeah, yeah. Quincy's on the board yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. But they're giving him an award, oh, and I think great. that's great. That's that's yeah. cool. And I'm glad that it exists and that they give awards and they pay attention to what's going on because when you read down who's getting the awards, you're like, oh, that somebody's actually paying attention to shit right, right. because this is actually what goes on in Los Angeles. Right. These people are part of this, well, you know. Speaking of which, with in that, um, I just talked to John Pisano today. You did. I and, sat with him the and, other day. And because, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, where he had guitar night, right, uh, was going south mm -hmm. and went south. Mm -hmm. And here we are at the 22nd anniversary, and yeah. we're playing tomorrow night, right. although this will air after after yeah. uh, the 22nd anniversary. And it was looking kind of like he was going to give it up, you know, I mean. Really? That's I mean, what was going on? It was oh. kind of, you know, like it's a lot of work. I mean, he's, 80, he's 89. He's 89? He's 89. Are you kidding? I thought he was younger than my dad. No. Wow. Because we sat together on Saturday night. Yeah. Just, I mean, Saturday in the afternoon, because they had a meeting with me to talk about doing this. And, oh, good. And, okay, uh, and, and Gene, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, and Gene's kind of carrying a lot of the weight. Right, I get him. it, yeah. And uh, I think, but she, he's still I think yeah. she's kind of ready to, yeah. you know. I mean, he gets to play. She has to sit there and wait, right. you know. Right, So, um, but... I, I had mentioned, he, he said, da, 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 da. I said, why don't you call Justin? Yeah. I mean, come on, it's, it's, yeah. it's LA institution. You can, yeah. Joe Pass started it, yeah. Yeah. and he's continuing it. Wow. So really, yeah. it's like 50 years old yeah. at this point. And uh, we're having the 22nd anniversary tomorrow night. Nice. And I'm playing at that with him. And then, and then 
He yeah. told me today that yeah. he's going to do one Tuesday yeah. a month, the yeah. first Tuesday of yeah. every month. First Tuesday of every month. And, 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 and I said to him, look, if you want to get have a regular weekly gig somewhere, do it. Yeah. But do one a month at the club and make it a big deal because right. you're who you are. And, you know. That's a 20, it'll yeah. be a 22-year-old yeah. institution by yeah. the time. Yeah. And it's, and you know, I mean, sure, you've got a lot of the people who are like, Cheap and yeah, whatever, yeah, and aren't going right. to pay the cover. Right, right. But you've got the baked potato people I on know, top that, of uh, that. Are, that are, yeah. And I, so it's going to make up for it. And the yeah. most important thing is to keep John working. Working. Because uh, believe me, at I, that moment, yeah. that's a moment where, like, yeah. if it stops, yeah. I'm really worried about yeah. it. Yeah, no, I mean, no. I've been I, at that out. moment, I kind of got that feeling. And I've, I've been hanging out with him. You know, and he's. You know, you know, been around I mean, my whole life. I mean, you you've know, seen this, all I, you that. know I'm, yeah. I'm on whatever that list is. I still yeah. get the emails. Yeah. But that's so I could pay attention to what's going on, you right. know. And, and I've seen him travel through all the different places, and, and he certainly knows that we're there, and we've always been there. So it was kind of nice to have that meeting and kind of nice oh, to I'm be glad there at it that happened. moment. I mean, I just, I yeah. just said, call Justin, yeah. man, yeah. stop fucking yeah. around. And, uh, <laughs> and even if it goes to once a month, you know, it's still going to be a big deal. Right. And, and, and we, I mean, like, I go over and hang out and play right, with them. Right. And everybody does. Everybody does. Yeah, right. And, and, and the guy is an amazing cook. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, you're going to have to hit him up for wow. this. Wow. His pizza. Really? It's like <laughs> on the other really? side of the world. Wow. So you're going to have to like say, okay, okay. here's the deal, Because he apparently lives up the street from the club, just yes, like everybody. He, he does. Yeah, so he we does. said it's going to be easy for He's him. He's in Studio City. So right. what you got to do is say, hey, John, you got the gig, but here's the deal. You got to make this a deal. <laughs> I go, one, night, one night I got a pizza. Coming, okay. Right? All right. So you tell him. Okay, I you will. You tell him I said You've that. You got it, I will. Because actually back in like I think the 60s. Yeah. Stan Getz right. moved to town. Yeah. He was living in L.A. for a while. And he called John up. And John yeah. was like, I can't believe this. Yeah. Know, Stan Getz called me for a gig. Wow. You know? So he calls him back up. <laughs> you know, like, you can't believe it. He's yeah. getting to play with Stan Getz. Yeah, sure. You know? And he calls Stan. He says, Stan, it's John Pisano. And he goes, hey, yeah, John. And he says, I'm just wondering why you never invited me over for pizza. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. It was famous back then. Oh, my then, God. Right? That's still awesome. Damn. Wow. Brutal. <laughs> hey, John's going to bring a pizza next time yeah. he comes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We need yeah. to get him. Yeah, we need to get him to bring us. Well, pizza. then I'm glad that worked out because, yeah. you know, it was great to, to meet him. And, oh, you what know, a guy. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and he'll get you everybody. You know, I'm oh, sure, sure I'll be there, but Lee yeah. will be there. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah. God. I mean, the first thing he says is, I, he says, well, I think I'll call Lee. And I said, well, you know, his gear's big. Yeah, <laughs> you I know. know. Well, say, you know when he's there, because it's yeah, like, I mean, is there three amps he, over he, there? He, <laughs> he knows what to do. I mean, of I course. see Lee, Lee at John's awesome. gig all the time. Lee is. Scott will do it. Yeah, of course. No, it's, yeah. I'll do it. And it'll be easy, because it's the baked potato, and everybody knows what's there, right. and there's gear there, and it's it'll be easy. And yeah. Sound man and all that stuff makes it smooth. Oh, so is this is this an, an announcement? I guess. Yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah. It's going to do starting in November, the first Tuesday November, of every month. Every first Tuesday yeah. of every month is wow. going to be Guitar Night. Guitar Night. At the John Pizano's Guitar Night. And we're going to start it earlier for the first time ever. We're going right. to start it at 8.30. Which well, you actually offered me that I for the did. red guitar. I know, I know. I want to go with that on Nobody's record. Nobody's taking me up on it. I'm like, look, I I know I can stay up until 2. Just bring idea. a lot of people, and I don't care. And I know you weren't there the last time I played, but I did the red guitar. Right. And it was fun. And then... Everybody stayed. Right, so you had to play a second set. And then a bunch of new people came. I know. I know. And I thought to myself, well, I could do the red guitar. For, and I'm sure right. everybody would have dug it, but yeah. it's a show. And right. I thought, 
No, I'm going to invent a new show. Awesome. I don't know if you heard about this. No, did you invent you it right on the this? spot? Really? Awesome. Oh, you didn't hear about this. No. I did. Yeah. I called it, there were two names for it. One was The Red Guitar Goes Blue, and the other was The Red Guitar Gets Laid. Oh, nice. And I did a psychosexual comedy jazz experience. It was a little little outrighted. Really? It was was kind of art plus. Oh, wow. That was good. It was hilarious. It was JT. JT was... Rolling. Yeah, he yeah. was rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Even before he drank. And then after, it was better. But, um, yeah, yeah, I thought to myself, man, maybe that's the way to do this. Like, yeah. go into the spud, do the first show, yeah. and do what I like to call jazz intervention. <laughs> and maybe get another yeah. guy. Because you know so many guys oh, yeah. are really hilarious motherfuckers. Oh, my God. Really Like, funny. imagine, like, yeah. Larry Golding's. Or, oh or, or Scott so, Kinsey. Yeah, I know. And Goldings well, is hilarious. What we should do, what we should do is like a jazz intervention of like total, Yeah, we're yeah. going there. <laughs> we're going there. <laughs> we're going to play. Yo, yeah. We're going to get plenty of playing. Sure. But, and JT's another oh one. Oh my God, totally. <laughs> so maybe we should do a jazz intervention Oh night. my God, that's very funny. That would be fun. That's funny, yeah. I'm your guy. Okay. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Here, folks. That's an idea. I just thought of it. So, hold it. So, what time do shows? Is it always nine thirty shows? At- well, it, it, traditionally it's nine thirty and eleven thirty. But like tonight, it's nine and eleven because it's a Monday and it's his birthday. So he's right. doing. It's a big. There's lots of musicians will be there to come and say hi to him, and it's his birthday. So, so we we. Why do don't that. you guys do earlier shows? What's it's, the it's, to, it's the artist, really. Oh, okay. It's like if there certain artists, they know their friends and their all their fans. Their if there's a certain age range, it's much easier to have them come at nine and do nine and eleven. Right. It just oh, is. so so if yeah. I said eight thirty and eleven, eight thirty and ten thirty, or eight. Yeah, that's what John's doing. He's doing eight thirty and ten thirty. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I would do that because I I get girls. Girls yeah. like to come earlier. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know there's a joke right there. I don't want to touch that. That already was the joke. <laughs> got it. I got God it. damn you guys. And I'm the one oh. that's drinking. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. God. That, that, was a word. that was a sentence never spoken. Girls come early. You oh, know? God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the normal time is nine thirty and eleven thirty. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Who's some of the um, famous guest singers you've just had pop up, pop in, uh, pop up, jump up on stage there and, and jump in with the band? Well, you had Stevie yeah. Wonder. I, Stevie yeah. Wonder. Can you beat that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. No one um, can beat that. I mean, obviously, Al Jarreau did it all the time. Oh, he did? Every time he came God, in. God, who was I with? We were He had a special seat at the bar where he sat. And back then, I was the bartender all the time. Like, oh. now I don't bartend so much. Whereas for years, you know, 25, I was the bartender all oh, the time. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I ran, all the, ran the club from behind the bar yep. for years and years and years. And now, again, why it was so it, fucking yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, now I'm standing next to the bar. Right. But it's okay, because, like, the guy who taught me how to run this club, which his name was Shelly Slesman, my dad's original partner, I took over because he passed away. Right. Went, you know, very suddenly. And, uh, you know, my dad's a musician, so running the club has not been his thing. He's a musician. He yeah, plays yeah. at the club. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he plays piano all day long for whoever's, you know, having him play. Yeah. So it was like, shit, the club, what's going to happen here? So that's why I stepped in stepped when in. I did 
right at that point. Yeah. Because it, it would have gone haywire. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah. So so that he used to stand right there when I was when I was growing up. So I kind of stand right where Shelly always stood. It's it's just a funny spot. It's like right in the way of everybody, right at the kitchen entrance. Right. But when you stand there, you, you could see everything. Everything. You could see everything going on. You could hear it really. Re you could hear the sound really good. You can watch the bar. You can watch the, the people. That's, that's right. At the that, end of the bar and the yeah, whole. Yeah, that's my right. that's my favorite place. It is. Me. It's just because you get a real feel for the whole you experience. Get, you, and you and it's the sound is so good. And particularly yeah. sometimes, like I say, the drummers can get. Uh, yeah, and right there, it's perfect yeah, because right you there. never you don't get that thing that, that you get that, right. Yeah, that where's attack. You know, and the thing is, is because half those people sitting in the front, they want to be there to get that attack. Right. You always kind of think, wow, yeah. you really want to be sitting here in front right. of that kick drum, right. but. They do. But I get all totally. the girls in the back. Well, so of course. <laughs> there you go. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, the girl. The girl. I mean, I like the, girl. The, girl the, the girl. Singular. The one that doesn't come early. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Now you tell me. Uh, yeah, but Al used to sit at this one seat, and that man was really quite a, quite a oh, guy. Oh, man. Quite a guy. And you just, I could sit there and talk to him for as long as he'd talk. He was just really one of those special, like, you know, it's freaking yeah. Al Jarreau, but his, the tone of his voice when he talked, you just wanted to hear him talk because it was beautiful. Yeah. It was yeah. like, just being next to a guy like that, you just wanted to be, yeah. you know, he was so cool. Yeah, we, I, yeah. Was, I was interested. And, and, and don't, don't get me wrong, I, I drove his car home a couple times. <laughs> oh, right. my, my dad drove him home and I followed, I remember one time he had this like 54 Packard, you know, those like beautiful big cars. Yeah. And I was 15, I didn't even have a license yet. And my dad said, Follow me, and I'm driving Eldrose Packard, Wrightwood, Wrightwood, tiny little mountain street. Oh wow! And I did, and it was a stick shift, but I mean, I could drive a stick shift, but it was like a pier stick shift yeah, on, the, on the on tree, the yeah. on the tree, and it was like took me a second, but I was like, this is happening. We're, we're taking Al home. Yeah. I'm driving Al's car, and it's all okay. And my dad's up there in front yeah. of me in his car. And it was I'm great. sure you've driven a few people home over the years. I, I, took, I took Steve's Porsche home a couple of times. <laughs> But he, you know, he's, you know, yeah. you got these people are important to me. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I would do it for you know, yeah. right. any time, any of them. Yeah, hey, we'd all do it for each other. Totally, yeah. that's yeah. kind of the deal. That's yeah. that's kind of what makes that whole thing happen, right there. Is that, you know, that's that's how it goes. It's it's. I'm sensing yeah. a little cheers vibe at uh, at <laughs> well, they're, potato, they're, right? well, it's this funny kind of unspoken thing, you know, yeah. that we all have. That everybody who's, right. you know. It's true. In the group knows they are, and everybody who's not wants to be, and eventually are. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's not like it's a, you're excluded. Anyone's no, excluded. No, it's no. just, you know, being around long enough. You know. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. You know what, man? It's it's so great to see a club that's basically run by musicians. Yeah, yeah. And it's the backbone, and yeah. then you see all these other clubs yeah. that are run by these business guys. And I know. That, and or a lawyer they, running a yeah, club running or a restaurant. Or, oh my or God. thieves. Or a thief, right. Yeah. There's that. And that's yeah. more common. That's the most What's that? common. The most common is the thieves yeah. running oh, the club. Yeah. A guy who's like put his money in the till and is yeah. like, like gets the money from this, takes it for from himself, that, yeah. and then blames everybody for it not working out. And everybody gets all pissed off because <laughs> we all can see, like, wait a minute, there were 400 people here and you mm -hmm. said you made $200, you know? Yeah, it's there's like, that, yeah. There's just no way that could be and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then they blame it on their staff and then the staff gets pissed off and then, yeah. you know, it's thieves. Yeah. It's yeah. greed. I yeah. mean, yeah. and a good owner just wants to see it sustain. And yeah. so you give it You got to think bigger. Just like a big band leader. Yeah. I mean, how many times, if you've really been a band leader in your right. life, 
How many times have you gone on tour and come home with no money because they you did. gave it to yeah, your guys? They did, right. And the next time you got to go on tour, they're there for you, right? And you make a taste, and you yeah. finally get it back, right? Because you have engendered loyalty because right. you treated people with respect, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, you cool have way. to really stick with those things. You it's really the can't bend. You can't bend. It is. It's the long game. You have to really commit to that, uh, the system that's in place, and be real. Like I mean, the truth of it is, for me, it's much easier to just run that system, man. Because deviating, I'd have to concentrate on a whole other thing, and it's like you know, I need it to be the system that's in place that I've been doing all these years, and it, and it works. And it works. It I works. mean, as best as I can get it to work. And there's little modifications along the way, like redoing the women's room, which was fucking awesome. It looks so good. And I redid the bathrooms. I read, you know, I redo things, but nothing okay, in the main room. Okay, so you room. hang out in the women's room. Well, basically. no, but like, I, I remodeled the <laughs> women's okay, room, and yeah, it turned no, out so okay. good. You heard so it here first, Justin, no, Randy, and the girls' bathroom. I, I like going to the bathroom in there much better. Yeah, I know, point, there you know. Okay. But, you know, I mean, these little things that you do over the years, yeah. you know, that it makes, makes me happy that it's there yeah. and that I, you know, did these upgrades that are it's nothing it's just it was the same room that it was but i just redid it and it right. made all the difference to me that people that are packed in there and they're coming and it's all everything the baby potatoes except it's even a little better because when they go to the bathroom it's like holy oh, shit wow. i wow. noticed that when yeah. i walked in the yeah. i did too bathroom. i yeah. actually I a, like, couple of, a couple of times <laughs> ago when it, when it yeah. had been changed over i went like yeah. Whoa, am I in the right place? And, and I knew what I did. I knew what I was taking. When I took those walls away, I, I, I know what went on in that bathroom. I, I saw what went on in that bathroom. So it was kind of like, okay, we're going to go to the studs with this and now yeah. redo it and now we'll yeah. give it a new life. Yeah, but, uh, iconic. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially when you've been open this long, it's yeah. like, you know, shit. There's some shit that's gone on. And people know. don't like change. No, they don't. So I have to be very easy yeah, with this I stuff. Know, you know, yeah, you have yeah. to keep color schemes yeah, clear. Know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, keep it in the in the in the groove. Um, Justin, uh, throughout the, all these years, yeah. do you have some nights that stick out in your memory of some um, epic evenings or performances or lineups that God, stand out? I know like that's so that. hard. It's very hard. Um, that are just unlike others. You know. I'm a big Mike Landau fan, and yeah. there's been some moments in the history of Mike Landau on the stage that are, you know, the greatest guitar playing I've ever seen. Yeah. And, you know, but yet I can say that exact thing about Luke, you know. And the truth of it is, is it, we're going to see it again in like two months, and it will be the best guitar playing we've ever seen, because yeah. Luke is that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the best. Yeah. And every time he plays, it, it signifies Christmas when he does this show, for me, in yeah. my life. It's yeah. like, he has to do it because that's when Christmas begins. <laughs> when Luke does the Christmas show and he plays that Christmas song, the Christmas song. And it's like, that is Christmas now, from that moment forward. You know, and it's like... And you can still get standing room yeah, tickets? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, they'll always be. But, you know, it's just there's certain guys that are just, they're my favorites, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love these guys. They're family. They are, you know. Yeah. We've been I've been I've been trying to get Mike on the sh on the show. And, oh, very difficult to do. And yeah. Scott keeps telling me that. He's like, No, he's just not gonna be the well, guy. There's there's a the group of, there's a group that's putting together a documentary on the club that they've been working on for probably five, six years now. Yep. And they've got lots and lots of everybody and they got everybody interviewed for it and they Somehow, I finagled quietly, softly, got Mike to do an interview, which he doesn't... Mike doesn't care if he's in Guitar Player Magazine. 
because yeah. he does not want to sit with anybody and talk about nothing. Because Mike is like a magic person. You know what I mean? So what, what are you going to talk about with him? Right. Mike's one of the greatest guitar players alive. Yeah. And it's real. And why he's on all those albums is because of that. Even when those bands that those albums are have the best guitar players they in the world also, they still call Mike, <laughs> Mike to yeah. come in and fix this shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mike is magic. Yeah. You know, you put tracks on, he solves it. I said to Scott, just get him in, and we'll just put him in the corner, and he, he can drink, and we'll he, drink with him. That's he, all I want to drink. That goes to a whole. That, other that, that's not really the best way to go. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I keep, I keep hearing that. I keep hearing but, but that. But he's one of my favorite human beings. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, really, he's, he's, he's amazing. But so I did get in one little, little small interview. Wow. Out of Jimmy Johnson never interviews. Yeah. But I got like a two-minute interview with the, the documentary people. Yep. And him. Just with his dog coming in the afternoon, just an afternoon, little few minutes of, you know, couple sentences. Yep. But, you know, these certain people do not do this. They, yeah. they are, they, everyone knows who they are in the world of music. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that's all, all that matters. That's all they need. Is, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be one of the, we've been trying to yeah. get uh, Dumble on the show. Oh my God, what a guy. Alex is unbelievable. you got to <laughs> hang out with this guy. He is amazing. Bruce has been, that's a, oh, that's a Dumble that's right a, there. really, oh my yeah. God. The, amazing person every time he's come to the club I just want to sit next to him and talk to him and go really you really really do this with silver yes I do and you're like holy crap you really he solders with silver what actual silver not lead really yeah silver <laughs> real silver like instead of solder yep that's what he uses in real life like I asked him this and he went yeah that's what I do how long does that take? <laughs> how, how do you do that? I have no idea. Did you, where that's... does it come from? So you buy... How do you transport... <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's part of his thing. Damn. Well, went... well, Bruce Bruce got this amp, right. took it to Dumble, right. and become good friends with, with yeah. Alexander. And, um, and we were like, well, get him on the show. And yeah. then he was like, yes, yes, I'll do it. It sounds good. Yeah. And then it's like, no, 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 I'm not going to yeah. do it. And then yes, yeah. yes, and no, no, no. Yeah. You're talking about me? I'm talking about uh, Mr. Dumble. Mr. Oh, Dumble. Dumble. Yeah. But but I yeah I don't know I don't know if you can get somebody like him on yeah. the show. Well, but but he's he's like he the elusive. He, he yeti. said he would to me. <laughs> yes. He told well, me I he would. You know, but, ordering but, an amp from him could you know take. Well, that's what Bruce did. Yeah. <laughs> there it is right there. How long did it take to get? Yeah. Not long. Oh wow. I, I was a, I was on the fast track. Oh good. I got lucky. Yeah. Um, I mean, like Mike always plays his Dumble. Yeah. That's it. He's got yeah. and the and the wet one is a Mike Landau Fender, <laughs> yeah, the right. one that has his initials on it. Yeah. Right. You know, no, no, I mean, you know. So it's like it's real. That I guy's was, amp is special. Yeah, I was lucky. I mean, I I heard the stories like Val oh. Val oh, told yeah, me his sure. was like five or six years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine was about eight months. He said wow. it would be six. I don't think it was much more than wow. that. Wow. And, it, he, and he's such a great the hang. Oh my god! I what mean, a as guy. great what? as great as the amp is. Yes. He's so neat. I think yeah. <laughs> you know when it's all said and done, yeah. the hang was yeah. worth more than the money. Yeah, to me. I remember one night he came to the club and he literally had Stevie Ray Vaughan's head with him oh, that shit. Mike was borrowing for, and I mean, and he brought it in his trunk. And give this is the hundred watt Dumble of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Right. I mean, this is the one. It's not like it was a different one or a second. It is the one. It was at a shop. Mike was going to record something with it. And it was like, it's fucking sitting right here on fucking Z, on the center table in Z section, like on the table next to Alex. And I'm like, 
fuck me, man. That is the I, I saw Stevie play a lot and yep. it, you know a lot. He was when I was that age when I was in college. That's who I went and saw. And that's the amp. And that's I just that psh. thing sold for a crap load oh of money. Oh my god, I know. Woo! Who what has it now? Does Joe I have it? Don't, I don't even know who has it. Joe, Joe might have it. Joe might have it. Joe, Joe has the collection of collections. Right, right. He has Les Paul's Les Paul. Yeah. Somebody yeah. owns that and it's Joe. Yeah. Les Paul's Les Paul. Right. That's, <laughs> I just, it blows my mind that it's possible. Yeah. That you can, someone well, can. There, there are a bunch of them. I mean, yeah. So, no, Joe, but, but Joe is one. a lover yeah. of music gear. You know, and, I mean, Joe, and he, he talked quite a bit about oh, it when yeah. he was here. You know, I mean, Joe is beyond. This is Joe, a Joe's yeah. a museum guy. Totally. Oh, I mean, totally. He's getting it. He's yeah. kind of saving it from the world. Totally. Because like, yes. you know, like <laughs> yes. somebody's really going to be playing Les Paul's Les Paul in a bar somewhere. No, no. That that guitar no. needs to be like in a glass. It, it's safe. It needs, it needs to, to be, be taken, safe. It needs to be curated. It is safe now. Right. That, that's the truth. It right. needs to be safe. Right. And, and I and, know that I believe Joe has kept that. He's going to keep it safe. Stevie Ray's Dumbo. Yeah, I know. And, um, but it was just neat to sit, see it sitting there, the baked potato on the right. freaking table. So beautiful. Wow. So D- Dumble comes in now Well, then? he's come in lots of times yeah. over the years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Probably I've not much with, lately. Not lately no. so much. But for years, I mean, yeah. it, you know, we've been there a long time. I've sat yeah. with him, you know, 10 times. Yeah. I, I yeah. love it when he's there. He's right. such a neato guy. Like, you just want to know how are you who you are. You know, you yeah. just want to talk to... Even oh, the, and he's you know, so brilliant. And, oh, you know, my, and the he's thing a genius, real, a real one. People think you know? about him. Yeah. It's like because, you know, like the, the, the limited amount of stuff that's available yes, publicly. Publicly, right. And and the of course the mythology right. that surrounds a <laughs> right. genius like, like that. that. Everybody thinks of it as this like weird, cantankerous, you know eccentric genius. Right. Right. And and of course he is an eccentric yeah, genius. Yeah. But he's one of the most gracious, yeah. sweet sweet people right, right. I've ever met. So all yeah. that uh, that that con- that whole construct of him yeah. is being this angry, pissed off. Oh, that's funny! Whatever. I never even knew that. Oh, Just because yeah. I've met him so many yeah, times I that I, I never knew there was no, that. The world, the world sees oh. him as a guy who like doesn't want anybody to, to be onto his stuff. Oh. Oh. You know, like is exclusive <laughs> and only will deal right. with these people. And so right, everybody right. kind of says, "Well, you won't deal with me." So he's an out. You know, I mean, and so there's all that negativity. Right. And, and he's just Not like protecting that. himself. Yeah. And he also doesn't need to sell 800 freaking amps. Right. He, otherwise, he would. He could. Could. Absolutely, but, he but could. But he, is, but he also is, doesn't want his creation to he, be that. He, clearly. I, I don't think it's necessarily that, Justin. Although I think he uh, likes to actually build these things for real. For right, real. But, but and, he also, I think, he doesn't work well with others. No, no, no. I and I think in order for him to sell eight hundred or eight thousand or eight hundred thousand, right. oh, you'd have to work of his amps. He'd have to go into business with other people, mm-hmm. and you have to leave a certain amount of shit the control to mm-hmm. them. Well, it's what goes and, wrong and with the you're amp. Like with it's this the, amp, yeah. From the day he started it yeah, till the day, day I back. got it, it's his. And he looked me in the eyes. Yeah. If anything needs to be done, I nobody do it. Nobody touches it. Nobody. Oh, and, I've heard about you know, nobody and, touching and, my and amps. Like, yeah. And it's like okay, yeah. and. And, and I understand that, and, and that's why business-wise, it's yeah. There right. will never be eight thousand of these. No, no. I had this friend say, "You don't, you know, I want to get a Dumble," yeah. and I said, "Dumble's never going to work with you." No. He said, "Why?" I said, "Because you own like five Dumble clones." Right. He's just going to go on the internet and At see. See, yeah. You have this, <laughs> yes. And he's going to go like, "I don't want to deal with right, this guy. Right, he's right. got that. I don't, yeah, you know." Yeah. 
Yep. I mean, I only got lucky because a guy who knew him real well, I had played his amps because right. he was in San Jose, and I went up to work in San Jose, and I played the amps, and right. they made my guitar sound better than any other any amp other ever, amp. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I said, boy, this is great. And he says, we ought to get him to get you one. I says, I'd love it. And uh, he gave me his email, and I sent him an email, and never heard back, mm-hmm. and I figured, well, that's like that, you know? Yeah. And then this guy came down, he had a couple of other, or they'd been fixed or whatever, and right. he brought them down for me to play them. And as I was playing them, this guy videoed me doing it, oh. and he sent it to Dumble yeah. behind my back. Right, I mean, I didn't right. know he was even videoing me. And next day, Dumble says, hey, I'd love to build you in it. Oh, wow. What so he just heard my playing, you know, wow. and it was like, and then we yeah. became friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and, re- and to me, like, as much as I love this amp, yeah. What I really cherish about the experience it's is knowing getting to know Dumble, him. I know, you know? knowing him. I know. I, I've always liked sitting next to him because he's a big guy. So, yeah. you yeah. know, when you go sit, and he always kind of sits at the same table. Whenever he's been at the club, yeah. he sat at the same table. So you can go sit next to him. And you yeah. just want to, I'm sitting next to Dumble. And he's talking <laughs> to me, you know? And it's always cool. He is, know? man. He's like, he's like, he getting, sits, he sits, he plays my guitar. Wow. He listens to it. He goes, you know, there's a harmonic at this place. You hear that? How oh, many shit. guitars do that? Like, wow. I never even knew that. Knew that. It I mean, I've been playing that fucking thing for 12 forever. years. It was like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Wow. Did you ever have Stevie Ray come through? No. I, uh, I mean, no. I saw him lots of times, yeah. but he was not here nearly long enough to, to get to have a great time. Yeah. You know, honestly, he, he had so many more years to go to where uh, he got to be a normal person and be yeah. Stevie that he yeah. never got to be that. No. He never got to relax ever he didn't get you saw him a bunch a lot i he was my favorite person to go see and it was just like i saw him anytime i could see him yeah and out of all the guys he was the one i always just because i and i saw him in lots of stages you know i saw him strung i saw him straight i saw and it was like you know he physically looked different but but the plane was either place was just like oh it's just the greatest thing to see and he was that guy he was that guy he was as though it was nothing like he was doing nothing and that's one of those guys that plays that how can all that sound come out it looks like he's barely doing anything and it's the best sound you know he was it was we we missed out man missed out he needed to be able to hang and get old and hang out because he didn't get to enjoy all this that he became what he became No. Not nearly enough. Not where you got to enjoy being old yeah. and being Steve Ray Vaughan. That would have been something. Did you have, have you, what about his brother, Jimmy? Did you have Jimmy? I've met him at the oh, yeah, club. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And we we had Robin Ford on the show. We had oh, a great yeah. night with Robin. Yeah. Really, Robin's fun, so man. fucking awesome. I that was love one of Robin. our best shows. We said, and he's a Dumble guy. Yeah. yeah. I love he, Robin. He got so me much. to pick up his Dumble, his oh, number really? one Dumble. Oh. And I had it here for about oh, three hours shit. before he arrived. Oh, wow. And I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, Robin's awesome. so freaking special, man. Yeah. He's they're, just, you know, there's a, a group pizza. of these guys that are very special. Yeah. You know, there's he's, he's something, man. Yeah, that was uh, one of our best shows, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember sometimes certain nights at the club with Robin, and you'd be like, okay, Robin, he's controlling himself. You could see, you could feel he's, you know, because it's so crowded sometimes there, you know. And, and I feel like certain guys, it's like, goddamn, this fucking place is crowded. And even though we have really good air conditioning, it doesn't, you know, it still must be like. You know, there's a, they're close. Yeah, people are close. Yep. Uh, but then when he lets loose, it's like, holy shit, that is Robin fucking Ford, man. And it's fucking amazing because he really is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> open it up and all of a sudden it's like, oh, fuck, none of us can do that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. That was it. That was to show you it, That must is. be something to see that you've yeah. got to see so many players 
Yeah. I guess adjust to the room and yeah. the environment. And to get comfortable in that first song and that, you know, feel it, you know, could, how well are they hearing now that the room's packed? Because at Soundcheck, it's empty. Yeah. And it's a totally different sound. Yeah. And it seems loud as hell at Soundcheck because it's like, and I'm like, no, it does seem loud. But when there's 100 people in here, it's going to feel like it's not loud enough. Yeah. Always, yeah. it always feels that way because that change—that's a dramatic change. You go from zero to one hundred. Right. The room becomes that. That's why it sounds like a recording studio in there because of the hundred people, people that yeah. make it thick and make the tone happen. You know, and yep. and you know, oh, Robin's something about Robin smiles when he's playing that makes you just kind of go. I think he's the coolest fucking guy in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? What is that? Why? Right. Why is he so cool? He was a little bit. I felt little Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. had that Yoda vibe going. He walked in with a pizza. Oh, Bruce bought a beautiful oh, bottle nice. of scotch. Awesome. And we just sat oh, he here and that, just yes. fucking drank. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. Yeah. He, yeah, he, well, he killed it. <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, I it mean, fun, man. No, but standing I, behind that, the bar, seeing Robin on the stage, and seeing that side smile of yeah. his while he's killing, it just makes you kind of go, I, I think I love him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just too <laughs> right. fucking he great. Had, he had that build, you, know? you know, I mean, this, I'm talking about back when I was like maybe 10th grade. Yeah. And I went to hear him play. He was playing with Jimmy Witherspoon oh, at, nice, at that yeah. point. And like, it's. Yeah, he played great. I mean, yeah. I, I'd heard everybody at that yeah, point. George sure. Benson and Pat sure. Martino. Yeah, you sure, know. Sure, yeah. He played great, just like them. Yeah. But there was something... He could just elevate the bandstand. Yeah. You, you felt as if like you were in like Area 51 or right, some right. shit. You I know, know, where like I know. shit just went anti-gravity. I know. He could just elevate the world. Yeah. And it was like the sheer force of his personality yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, I know. his playing was great. The play was great, it, but everybody's you, playing the band great. Just but there's becomes, just a yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that to me was always what music was about. Yeah, totally. Is like to make yeah. people yeah. experience yes. that. Yeah. Not show off how good no, you are, but. No. It's Make like a communal going to the zone right, with right. you. Like, we is, know. Oh, uh, we're leaving. Yes, we're exactly. departing now. We're departing. He's going and he's going and yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. and then yeah, yeah. You know? that's, that's the point of music. <laughs> yes, yes. What, um, I'm going to just throw some names at you. What about um, Eric Johnson? Is he? Eric? Uh, he's been to the club. I, ha- I, I he hasn't, he hasn't played. Hasn't played but he should. Yeah. He should do one of those, you know, crazy big cover nights where it's just because part of the club and these big guitar players is you'll never get to be this close to them. Yeah. Not to meet them even to hear them that closely to see their hands. Part of the club is watching their hands in re- in live time. Yeah. And that's why I think why. It makes it happen so much. I mean, when Larry played, they did that 50th, you know, their, his guitar was 50 years old, so it was, what, two months ago he played right. at the club for four nights. So that's eight shows. You know, it's amazing, awesome. And Travis was on, on bass. And there was a moment when Larry brought down, because he does this incredible harmonic thing that he can do, where it's like you just can't wait for him to do it because he does this thing where these chordings are the most beautiful chordings that you know none of us have ever figured out, but he totally did. Yep. And it was so quiet. Like he was down to like nobody was making a sound. Like yeah. the bartender stopped. Everybody stopped. So he could do this thing and it was so clear and perfect. And ah, that's the moment, man. That is the thing that every person was so glad they were sitting there when it happened because they'll never forget it because yeah. it was remarkable what was happening. He played Happy Birthday in a harmonic way just because it was someone's birthday on one of the nights. It was like, wait, what? And by himself just went, did this whole thing and it was like, how, how, how did you ever learn how to do that? What am I listening to? I don't even know what I'm hearing. But he did this whole thing where 
it was actually happy birthday underneath all yeah. that jazz stuff. Yeah. And it was like, you're fucking the best in the world. <laughs> you know, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. I do. That's cool. Yeah. That's I mean, really there's so cool. many in there, you know, but that's the thing about the club with the guitar players. I got to watch him like with focus on his hands yeah. just to even try to grasp it, even though I couldn't. Yeah. I still wanted to ne blink. You yeah. know what I mean? I didn't want to blink to see if maybe I could understand. You know, and I, it was worth it all, you know. Has a, a lot of, like, the greats, like, Pass would have come through? Yes. Pass would have played yeah, a lot? Yeah, sure. He would have come, but that's, like, when I was a kid. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, there were so many of those. Heavy... Was, a lot of those guys were playing Dantes, too. Yeah. Because that, that, right. that, that, that was the, the time whole, they the were. two things, they yeah. Were, yeah. They were, like, and then Carmelo's came. So right, it was yeah. like, but, it was But it remember, was great the, there was that Dantes, time. that was this, you know, jazz, that's, you know, and then there was the Big Potato, which was the studio guys. Right. And it was oh, real, okay, you yeah. know. So, you know, these guys were all the wor working, like, fucking playing on all the radio songs. So they would always have to come here because we always went late to there. Yeah. And the owner of Dante's was always a... Carrie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. had a huge personality, but he did crazy <laughs> shit, man. He did huge some, personality. He, he did crazy I've never things. heard anybody say it that way. What was it, Bruce? Well, Carrie well, was just a very eccentric guy. Yeah, right. so you knew something happened down the street when why would Jocko be standing there? He's yeah. at the club now. I'm pretty sure he was down the street. Yeah. But he's fucked up and he's here now. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what happened well, down there? What happened? So that car... That now I'm looking right. at Jocko and he's in the hallway, you know. Where where was Dante's? Or oh, just down the street in Lancashire. Yeah, Lancashire, right, Lankershire, right yeah. at that area where now. that car dealer yeah. is now. Right. Oh, right. The, where the Five Ways is. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the cross. It was like right. in the in the point. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. Right. Yeah. It was right there. Wow. And you know, everybody said he burned it down. It was him. Oh, really? Well, it burned down, and they always. I right. mean, the, the story is that. What, he, Italian he, lightning, Jewish lightning, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. You know, right, yeah. well, that it needed to be burned down. But, but, but it, it was, I mean, I, there's so many. It was iconic place. I mean, now. actually, on the on the episode that's going to air tomorrow with the thing I did with Jimmy Bruno in the weekend. Yep. Oh, nice. Uh, we were talking about Dante's okay. and like Carrie in particular. Yeah. He's on that episode. Oh, and nice. yeah, you know, just he was notoriously cheap. And, right. no, and uh, they, because of the studio thing, they worked out with the union that there was some like scale that was obscene, oh, I know it, like thirty-seven fifty. I know that's yeah. what everybody made to play right. there then. Yeah, like at the club, it was always how much you bring, right? And right. that was always the thing because the right. bank has been on that that forever. Yeah. You pack the room, you're going to make your percentage, and it doesn't matter what it is, right. you're making it. You know, that's our deal. We don't because it, because of my dad, obviously, right, right, right. totally. Because that, right, well, and we used to have to pay the union all kinds of fucking extra money because it was like we weren't doing it correct for them. Right. But my dad was not. He he. Anytime there's a reason to fight the union, my dad will fight the union right. because he was fucking part of that union. And he helped build that union. So yeah. he's like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, you want this? Where then you're gonna need to pay me because that's me on that. So fuck you. Right. You know, and he's always right. been that way with them because yeah. you know he's. Everything he did all those years, that's all union. All that music he did, all real union shit. Oh, no, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, when they start screwing with people, pisses them off. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. Imagine, yeah. You know well, so. so, so this, what was the, the scale was a certain thing. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was coming down from San Francisco to lead a band. Was it literally 37 or something? And, and, and no, I didn't know yeah, this. My <laughs> first gig, Carrie, you know, says, okay, come down. I guess the word, whatever, they got yeah. me the gig. And I come down, and he's, he says he's going to give me this much money. And I said, okay. And he gave me the money. It was like some low amount, but right. it, it, was, it was okay back yeah. then. Sure. That's We're talking the like thing. early yeah, 80s. I know. You know. So it's like money was yeah, different yeah, then, and, too. Um, right. 
Right. Shit, it's more than I make sometimes now. I know. And uh, and I hired Shelly uh-huh. and yeah. Andy Simpkins. Oh, no, you know, yeah. guys I've worked with all yeah. the And uh, he gave me the money, and then I, like, I just split it three ways. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and then the next day he calls me up, and he's pissed off. He says, "I heard you gave Shelly and Andy a hundred bucks." I said, "Yeah, yeah. you gave me three hundred bucks. It was a trio." Yeah. He says, well, no, it doesn't work that way in LA. <laughs> they're, now they're going to want that every time. Oh, fuck. I mean, it's like Shelly Man. You know, oh, you, are you he knows junkie? what's happening oh, here. Oh, come on. Yes. You know, I, 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 like, I mean, even I was, I was probably like 24 at the time, right? I'm yeah, 25. Right. I'm going to, it's Shelly Man. Yeah, he's you got think it. I'm going to pay him less yeah. than $100 to really? play with me? Exactly. No. Carrie, you got the wrong guy. You're going to have to pay him next time. Yeah. Okay? I'll come back. I'll bring right. him, but you're right. going to have to pay him. Yeah. He's like, I mean, That's the great. old joke was, and again, I, I told this on this, so sorry about guitar wankers, but we always have this joke that, you know, Warren Marsh died yeah. on the band, you know, yeah, on the gig, on the gig there. Yeah. And we, we all, the joke is, is that Carrie docked him half a night's oh, pay. Shit. <laughs> Jesus, that is awful, awful, awful. Like, oh my God, oh my God. Yes. That's some club ownership yeah. there. Yeah. 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 So that was was the two you basically Dante's and baked potato back yeah. then, and people just going oh, well, back and forth. Well, there was Carmelo's. Carmelo's. There, there was a lot more jazz clubs then, but like the two kind of premiery things was you know it was Dante's and the club. It and, wasn't. And was, there was another was one. Was there uh, an overlap with Shelley's Manhole? Yeah, oh, Shelley's Manhole too. Yeah. Yeah. But then you know then we were the. And one, then the one and left. then of course it was the overlap with when Catalina yeah. went into Kawanga. Kawanga. Yeah. 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 And then um, Lava Lee for a little bit, right? Yeah, but they didn't that have was, a stage, so it was yeah. always like yes, I was always glad they were there because. You you know, we were too booked, and it was like, you can always, you can play lovely, but you know they always always some shit with money there too. Yeah, so yeah. I yeah, didn't want to get involved. That was with, an yeah. interesting place. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was, was right down right yeah, down right down Ventura, street. You know? Yeah, right yeah. down from where Carmel was. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of places come and go, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. sure wish there were more places yeah. here now. Are you kidding? Not my biggest worry is the stupidest thing. I, my biggest worry is that Catalina's is going to close because if it does, we're going to all have a problem. Yeah, I will have to open another club immediately because she's, you know, it's it's not that we're competing. We both need to be here. Right, we have to be here because it has to, you know. And then there's there's vibrato and what have you, and that's fine. But it's it's that's different because it's a restaurant and they're fine dining place. Yeah, and there's a fucking thing in the fucking dressing room that says we're a restaurant. Right, right, no, no, it's real. And I know it. No, vibrato. No, vibrato. Okay. And they have a beautiful piano. Oh, it, my dad no, loves a, that piano, but he's known him. A, you know, I mean, understand? My dad has been his friend for yeah. sixty years. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, my dad played in the in that band, that right. the Bahama Rumba band. You know, right. what I mean? so you know, and he said the piano is extraordinary. Oh but no, the, the the club, the club is, is, is beautiful, yeah. it, and it was built originally to be right. a nightclub, right. with right. food, right? And it quickly became, became a, a, a restaurant, restaurant with music. With music. And, and that's, that's a, and that's always going to be a problem for these heavyweights, right. the musicians that are heavyweights, because yeah. th- you know they're not second to nothing, right? I mean, and they should never there, be. You, you know? get in there, and the first thing they do is tell you not to play on the first set. You know, like don't yeah. like don't really play. Yeah, games. don't really play. Keep and keep the volume level. Yeah. I mean, any time you start uttering these words, it's like, are it's you like, fucking crazy? You're yeah, not a club. And, You're and not then, a jazz club. Sorry. Right. And then like, you can't don't go one minute over forty-five. Oh my god! How about that? Are you kidding? That would be insane. These are things that I couldn't fathom coming out of my mouth because it would be insane. It would be like 
the opposite of how I've been for 32 years, yep, you know? Yep. So I couldn't do it. Well, but, it, you know, but Catalina's, you know, she's only ever been nice to me, and I've gone to her club lots of times to see lots of my friends, you know? So, you know, I just, that will that will change a dynamic where things will have to quickly adjust because we she... We need a lot more clubs. We need a no, lot more clubs, but I can see by her lineups that, you know, that... You know, I mean, I see where she's catering to, and 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 she can see where I'm catering to. We're both on each other's email lists, and we're, yeah. we know it. It's not yeah. a secret, you know. And I know certain bands, and and I try not to ever step on her. And when I had the Hollywood Club too, I still didn't step on her. Yeah. I didn't go after, I didn't go after any of those guys. Okay, yeah. a couple times they wanted to play for me, and but you know, I didn't go chasing any of those guys because they were her guys yeah and yeah. that's and and you know and then when she'd occasionally get some of my guys to play there you know they were used to me so they had a bad time right. but that's that's because it, they were my guys yeah. you know and they were used to how i do it yep. you know and it, but we both fucking need to be here we absolutely both need to be here because there's only 365 days a year Right, you and, know, it's and real. You think how many millions of people there? Are. Yeah, I mean, it's not like New York. No, but I mean, the beautiful thing about New York when you play there is like, shit, you've got it's a town known for jazz. Yeah. So if you're a tourist in New York, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to go see a Broadway show and listen to jazz. jazz. Two things. So, th- so that's why. And then besides that, you've got all the New Yorkers who are jazz fans, right. and all those students now who are right. like in jazz school right. who are hanging right. out. Exactly. So you've got this built-in constituency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In LA, we don't have that. No. LA, what do you do in LA? You go to Universal. You go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean. No, the jazz clubs here are for the people who live here. Right. They're members of this but club. But you know, like you know, we still have 12 million people in this We still town. do. And, and, and I got to tell you, I have to tell you, miles. Saturday night there was 12 people from Palmdale who could not fucking believe it. They were yeah. like, this is unbelievable. Because there's still 12 more people that live way the fuck out who drove in an hour who could not believe what was happening at the right. baked potato. They right. just were like, this is crazy that all these people are here and they're all clapping and the band is that good. And We need, you know, we need more. Yeah. We, we need, need more, more because, this yeah. t- because the truth is, is the talent pool it's in this so town big. is so big. Oh my God. So I can't ever get to the end. I can't. There's no end. It's so beautiful. It's, it it's so beautiful. And, and the, the extent of the talent yeah. is, it's, when you hear people and they're yeah. great, yeah, you're just hearing the tip of the iceberg yeah, of what they right, have to offer. Right. And if we had more places, yeah. we could start experiencing yeah. a lot more of yeah. that depth. Yeah. Don't think it ever doesn't... I, every Furley sign I see everywhere, yeah. I drive around town all day long. And yeah. you know, I have to run around for the club every day. And I, it never doesn't pass my eye where I, where I see these certain... Because yeah. you need a certain criteria to even possibly operate. But I can see where it has it and where it doesn't. You know, right. you, you need certain things and... When when it when it all falls into place, it's like you have to try, mm. you know, you have to try to make that happen because yeah. it's because it'll work. Yeah, it'll yeah. work. You know, yeah, I, seems, I know I can make it work. Seems like LA just definitely needs. I mean, the Hollywood baked yeah. potato. That I mean, was, it was that Sunset and Vine. It was yeah, amazing. Good spot. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And 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 I probably could have not sold it when I did, but you know, I, there was lots of things that play at that that day. Yeah, and I and the truth of it was is I didn't expect to get an offer. Yeah, yeah. I got one in two days for my price, which yeah. was too much. Yeah, and they were like, I was like, motherfucker, me, me and my big mouth, yeah. you know. But it was fine. I mean, we we <laughs> we were sold out so often that it was crazy. I mean, our lineups were 
unbelievable. So for somebody wanting to buy a club, and they weren't buying my name, they weren't buying the vegetated name or my sound system or any of it. They're buying a space right. from me. What yeah. what is it now? It's it's a place called Magnolia. It's a restaurant. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. beautiful little restaurant. They yeah. remodeled it, but it was a nice setup. It was like a large version of Studio City. Yeah. Like almost the same shape. Yeah. So it was like this is perfect. When I saw it, I knew I wanted it and I got it and, and I ran it for five years, ran back and forth. I mean, do you realize I was at Sunset and Vine and Studio City? It's about seven minutes. And they were both packed all the time. All I did was drive back and forth. Oh my god. I mean it was like insane but it was fun yeah. but I was young you know yeah, I was yeah. fucking 30, 30 years old 31, 32, 33 yeah. I, I could do it then yeah. you know I could do it yeah. you know now my kid's big I can kind of do anything again so yeah. Yeah. you know yeah I get it it was, a, it was a fun time and I you know but yeah it was what it was yeah yeah man it, I gotta well, say I, I feel one inspired to get to the baked potato <laughs> way more yeah and uh, two I'm so happy that we have a guy that's Keeping it going, man. Yeah. And your enthusiasm and excitement about music and all these yeah. players and that is just so refreshing. Yeah. And it's it's so great to have you on the show. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, really you know, cool, this, has man. Been, this has been so great. Everyone's got to go to the baked potato. And Guitar <coughs> Wank oh, is the thing, you know. They, yeah. And we'll give you some coasters for the club. Right. Have you had Carl Verheyen in here yet? Not no, we've got to get Carl. You have to get him and Then you have to tell him to tell you his story about, about playing that Dante's. The first time you ever played there. Oh, okay. The story's wonderful. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> Okay. His uh, Dante's first time story is fantastic. He told it to me not, like a month ago, and I was like, "Best story I ever fucking heard." Yeah, because okay. he's young, you know. And Carl's fantastic. Oh, what yeah, a Carl's great. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Oh, I mean, good. Yeah, we you gotta get him on USC, this because he's you know? got really he's really eloquent when he talks. Yeah, I really like yeah. talking to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a he's a monster yeah, man. Yeah, he's one you gotta get for sure. Okay, I'll call Carl yeah, and Michael. Tom, we're gonna get Michael Thompson. Oh, Thompson, sure. You gotta get. He hasn't been. Oh, you gotta get Michael Thompson. He's a great storyteller. He loves to tell stories, man. Yeah. Oh my God! Got to yeah. get him on the show. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of cats. We got to yeah. get Frank and Bali. Oh, oh God. Man, gotta we got to get them. You have I mean, to get them. so many guys. Yeah, you, you know, we, we so, yeah. so so many guitar players. So little time. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Justin, thank you so thank you. much, man. This was such an absolute pleasure. Wow. I'm wow, gonna, thank you. I'm going to be looking at baked potato and getting there more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're, you've pumped me up. Yeah. So you sell go. stock in the cl- you sell stock. You know, it's me and my wife. What can I tell you, man? We're, we're in the club. It's, did that? Did that? Did that door guy get fired when he didn't let Clapton in? <laughs> what did it, he it say? It took a long time to let to get no. Yeah. <laughs> did he so, did he apologize? Do you remember Joe the... Brown? It was Joe Brown. Oh, it was Joe. Yeah, you oh, remember good. Joe Brown? Right. <laughs> he was a hard ass. He was a fucking hard ass. I remember because Shelly had passed away and yeah. I took over. And Joe was our doorman. Yeah. It was like. I don't know how long I could do this because we're we're coming from different places. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's good to have a guy like that. Sometime. It was, and, and I and Sometime. the truth is, is, I I I could never get rid of him until he wanted to go, right, right. and that's how it went. You know, because yeah. you know he was there before me. You yeah, know, in, yeah. in a lot of ways, even though I was there the whole time, he was still working it. So I I just when he was done, yeah. he was done. But yeah. that yeah. guy, people have stories about him, boy. Right. Well, I got to tell you, you, since you weren't there and spying on me while I. Played the gig and I was doing my X-rated show. Right, I did tell a potato joke. Oh yeah, and I feel like you should hear. Okay, this. that's okay. <laughs> and so there's this Russian woman and she's in this supermarket, and she's got these potatoes in her hand, and she's crying. I mean, she's just, just losing it. And this woman walks up to her and says, "Honey, are you okay?" And she's just like, just inconsolable. <laughs> she's just crying. 
She goes, what's wrong? What's wrong? She goes, these potatoes. And she says, what? What's wrong? She says, they remind me of my departed husband Boris's balls. <laughs> and the woman goes, why? She says, because they're so big? And she says, no, because they're so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, good joke, good joke, very good. I, I was told on the stage at the, the, the spot. <laughs> very good. All right. We With a room half full of women, <laughs> women too. That's yeah. right. We look forward to uh, Guitar Night with John Pisano at oh, Baked yes. Potato. Yeah, yeah. BakedPotato.com. It yeah, gives you everything that's out. And, uh, and that, yeah, maybe I've sucked up enough. I'll get yeah, another show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Justin, man, thank you so much. Thank that you was awesome. Much. A lot of fun, man. All right. Thank you. Yay. Bye.